Welcome to the Intentional Leaders Podcast. We're on episode 110, Why You Need to Get Over Your Fears of Public Speaking. Welcome to Intentional Leaders. This podcast is not just for leaders, rather for anyone who wants to make an impact on the world, professionally or personally. My passion and purpose is to provide tips, tools, and resources that I've learned throughout my career, working with large and small organizations, profit and non, and also as an entrepreneur. I've had the joy to teach thousands of individuals who, like you, are trying to navigate this crazy and complex world. So here's to doing that successfully and intentionally. All right, let's talk public speaking, because who doesn't want to get up in front of a room full of people and talk? (laughs) I know it's one of the biggest fears, and it is kind of ridiculous when I say public speaking. Because for so many of us, our job doesn't entail literally getting up in front of the public on a regular basis, people we don't know, and presenting to them. Some of you, yes, maybe, but most of us, no. This episode is going to be dedicated to speaking up and getting up in front of people, which chances are these are going to be people you know, people you work with, and people that you would like to either educate or influence or do something, and it involves you standing in front of the group. I know, I know, riddled with anxiety, so many people dislike doing this, and I was with you many years ago, so let's say three decades or so, I hated being in front of a group. I did not want to be in front of a group. And when I started my career in learning and development, I very much wanted to stay behind the scenes. I did that on purpose. I wanted to do design and development so I didn't have to get in front of people. I was basically very terrified, very anxious of getting out in front of people because of oh so many reasons. Generally speaking, I am more introverted than extroverted, which most people don't necessarily know about me, but I'm also pretty awkward. I've always felt awkward and I have perfectionist tendencies. I have lots of anxiety about not being prepared or doing something embarrassing and Quite frankly, there were so many reasons that I didn't want to be in front of people. It was easy to stay behind the scenes. And then one of my managers had me go through a training certification and I had to be up in front of people. And I remember as a part of that certification, I had to go do my first training class. And I remember it was a class on sales and my very first class, oh my gosh, I was so sick. I was sick days before I had to get up in front of people. And quite honestly, for for many years, I was sick. I remember getting a lot of stomach aches. I would be really nervous. I would invest in a lot of uh, peppermint, Tums, or uh, Tic Tacs, which work very well because peppermint, of course, settles your stomach. And that all helped. I do remember that first class. I think I was wearing pale pink and like a cream skirt or something. And a couple of years later, our whole department met with an image consultant and she used me as the bad model. <laughs> She's like, um, why don't you come up here? And, and then she told me all the reasons why everything that I was wearing washed me out and made me basically look like crap. And I was like, yeah, I've been wearing these colors colors for years and thinking I rocked it, which apparently I didn't. But anyway, um, I still wear those colors to this day because, you know, I'm just doing me. 
The point of this is I had to very much face my fears and evolve into being more comfortable in front of a group. Why? Because leadership is about influence and it is about having a vision, having direction, helping other people to see the way. And I'm talking about in this context, leadership as a mindset, not just a title. And you need to have a point of view and you can't do that by keeping quiet. You can't do that by just observing or sitting in the back of the room. Maybe you feel like you're just soaking it all in. And for many years, I told myself that as well. I'm listening. I'm learning. I'm getting ready to someday use my voice. No, that did not work. I did not (laughs) advance in my career by sitting in the back of the room and being quiet. I knew that I had to get out and get in front of people. And you do too. And you don't learn how to be more comfortable in front of a group by not being in front of a group. Get out there and show others that they can also conquer their fears. So I'm going to give you some of my best pointers. I know all of this for free because <laughs> this took me years to get comfortable getting in front of people. But I want to share four things that I think were differentiators for me to evolve and lessen my anxiety. My anxiety has absolutely not gone away. I don't think it ever will. And I have spoken in front of several hundred people, certainly not in anything like, you know, Tony Robbins or some of those big name speakers. But for me, that's definitely been out of my comfort zone. So here are my key pointers, four of them. One is find your purpose and passion. And mine was helping other people learn and learning. And I figured out that I could have more impact on the learning experience. And I could do that firsthand by not just developing the materials, but by being in front of the room and not just developing and designing a good learning experience, but figuring out how to bring it to life. And that ended up being a really powerful motivator for me. So depending on where you are in your career, what is your purpose and passion? And figure out the reason why you need to get in front of people. Why do you need to feel more comfortable and confident with presenting or facilitating or using your voice? It very much depends on what you're doing and what you're trying to accomplish. But if you are trying to be a leader, you absolutely need to be in front of people. Second, what helped me is determining my personal style. I struggled with that a lot. I didn't really think about what my style was. I was in the midst of some very, very excellent presenters and facilitators throughout my career, and I was just awestruck by them. And they very much had a style and a personality, but I never thought about what mine was. And then once at a conference, there was a speaker who was both incredibly intelligent, but he was also funny. And I thought, oh, that was a pretty powerful combination because he wasn't silly. He was very smart, but the way he captured the attention of the audience was through his energy and humor. And I thought, huh, he's onto something. And I really kind of leaned into that for myself as well. So most people do notice my energy. That's something that people tell me in my training sessions or in presentations, which I appreciate, but that's my passion. It's the passion for what I do. And I think helping others learn is a great honor, but all of that contributes to my style. And I'm, for the most part, I'm 
I'm a little irreverent and I can be inappropriate. I like to laugh and I like when others are having fun. Once I figured that out as well, I think I became more comfortable and I think other people around me did as well. With that said, I would say safety, psychological safety is number one for me. Allowing others to feel open and vulnerable and authentic is really critical to learning. And that doesn't matter how big the audience is because I've spoken to hundreds of people and that ability to be authentic and to allow people to really participate and to feel safe at sharing things is definitely part of my style or part of my goal. And my style is pretty conversational. I'm sharing what I know and I'm always hoping to learn more. So number one is find your purpose and passion. But number two, really figure out who you are. What is your personal style? How do you want to come across? How do you want others to see you? And then I think number three, something that really struck me was understanding the difference between being an expert and having expertise. I think a lot of times people think if I'm going to get up in front of a group, I better know what I'm talking about. And I hear that from people a lot. And so then we perceive that we need to be the expert. But if we need to be the expert, that means we need to be the smartest person in the room. Is that true? Do you really need to be the smartest person in the room? Or can you reframe it to think, I have expertise to share. I have knowledge, technical knowledge. You have something to share. Other people might know more than you. That doesn't mean that what you have to share isn't important or valid or helpful. And chances are, even if there are some people who know more than you, there's probably a lot of people that you're speaking to who don't know as much as you and can learn from you. And I think falling into that trap of always being right or being uber prepared and being perfect, I think that really holds people back from just allowing themselves to share knowledge or to influence the group or to present in a way that is authentic and a lot more comfortable. Just recently, I fell into a trap of trying to be right. And it reminded me that no matter how many years I do this, I can fall into some of those pitfalls. And I did. And I was really angry at myself that I came across as defensive and as I know the answer to this. And that was not cool because I've been trying for years not to do that and not to show up that way because I don't believe that I do. <laughs> know all the answers. I believe a lot of people know a lot more than me and I'm going to learn from them. And then at the same time, I have lots to share and lots of things I want to share. And I think the last pointer that I would give is to breathe through the anxiety, knowing that there is a tremendous fear of people to get in front of a group, to get in front of the audience, to really put yourself out there, that anxiety is normal. It is natural. It means we care. And when I think about anxiety, quite frankly, if I don't have anxiety, then I'll probably stop doing what I'm doing because then I think, 
if I, if I don't have anxiety, I must not care anymore. I mean, who, who doesn't care about getting up and saying something relevant or saying something impactful? Because that's the whole point, right? Is to get up and make a difference to someone else or to a group, to enhance an experience, to add value, to share what you know. And when you allow yourself to feel the anxiety and just breathe through it, I think that is really powerful because anxiety doesn't mean that anything has gone horribly wrong or that anything will go horribly wrong. I remember showing up for a presentation I was doing and it was a four-hour class and I forgot my computer. <laughs> I might have actually forgot my thumb drive. I don't know. All I had was a flip chart and some markers and I thought, I can do flip charts and a marker. Let's let let's just go do this thing, right? And it threw me off maybe for about five minutes. And then I figured out, okay, here's my game plan. Here's what I'm going to do. So not a lot of things these days kind of ruffle my feathers because what I know is that I can trust what I know. I can trust what my purpose is, what my passion is what I can bring to the table. And if the technology goes to crap or the environment isn't what it needs to be, I can adapt. And it means I can still create a good learning experience for others. And I really do believe that because I'm showing up for other people. I'm not showing up for me. And I want to do this. I want to help people learn and I want people to have new options and new choices to become the best human they want to be. And so that's my purpose. So I would encourage you to lean into those fears and really put yourself in a position to be upfront, whatever that means in your job and in your role, whether that is standing up in front of people, whether that is facilitating meetings and getting comfortable with that, whether that is interjecting your point of view more or putting yourself in front of a larger audience and just get more comfortable doing it. When you know your purpose and passion, that will come through to other people. Determine what that personal style is. How do you want to come across? How do you want to connect with people? What does that look like for you? Everyone has their own style and you've got to find yours. That will allow a comfort level that you will carry with you in every single situation when you know what your style is and how you want to show up. And then also recognize there is a difference between being an expert, which means you have to know everything, or that's kind of what we believe, versus having expertise. You do not have to have all the answers, and you absolutely have something to share that other people want to learn from. And then four, just breathe. Breathe through the anxiety. Breathe through the opportunity to show up as your best self. Winston Churchill said, Fear is a reaction. Courage is a decision. And another quote by Brene Brown, she said, couraging, think of courage as a verb. The more we courage and the more couraging we do, the more we can overcome those fears and the more confidence we'll have. Now get out there, go say something, speak up, find your voice. Hey, do you know we do public workshops? Yes, every month you can get a two-hour dose of learning and development. Check out our public workshops on www.intentionalleaders and then click on Learn Online. 